Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Robin Hood has to pay 70 million bucks, and I say good. It's not even enough. How much money do they have? That's the fine, plus an extra 20 million for being punks. Who's Robin Hood? Well, Robin Hood were the guys who didn't like the fact that people figured out how to make GameStop work on their benefit. What, only the hedge fund guys should be able to short the stock when they other people thought it had upside? No, so people got together on Reddit and said, let's move this thing up. And the people who shorted it, the stock wasn't going down. So they had to buy more stock to cover their position. They lost crazy money, but they would have lost more if they didn't buy. They had to buy to cover their short position. So therefore they lost, but they have not bought. They would have lost more. And then they said, oh, well, we have to stop trading. No, this isn't right. It's right for the hedge fund to do it, but it's not right for a couple guys to get together on, on Reddit to do it. What, people don't have little investment clubs that they, they do these kinds of things? They're not talking to each other via text? They're day trading? Do we, do we live in the world of make-believe? And then the app Robinhood, which was there to democratize trading and, and let the people trade, they stopped people from trading GameStop and AMC, among some others. Why in the world were they stopping anybody? Who are they to be stopping me from trading? So they got fined $57 million and had to pay $13 million in restitution to clients all over the place. Good and not enough. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Oh, they deserve so much worse. They deserve so much worse. Because what they did was show America that there are two classes of people. There are two classes of people. There are the people who get to play, and then there are the people who who don't. That's ugly. That's simply wrong. So I'm glad uh, they got hit. Now, as they're getting hit, the American people are getting ready for another hit. You would think, looking at society, everything is fine and good. But things aren't fine and good. And bubbling just underneath the surface... There's a beast coming back. A beast that has affected all of us. Whether we wanted it or not, whether we fought it or not, a beast that exists and wears a mask. And then demands you wear a mask. We're talking about COVID. Everybody and their mother starting to worry about the variants. Now, if you ask Dr. Anthony Fauci, oh my gosh, things are going just fine. In general, Joe, we're doing very, very well. I mean, if you look at the implementation of the vaccine program, more than 50 percent of the adults in the country are fully vaccinated. About 66, 67 percent of adults have at least one dose. And importantly, among the elderly, the most vulnerable, 
more than 80% have received at least one dose. The cases themselves, the hospitalizations, the deaths, as the country on a whole is doing extremely well. So, But if Dr. Fauci thinks things are going well, maybe we should be in a full-on panic. Wait, hold on. No, that's, that's not my panic music. I'm sorry. This is my panic music. Los Angeles wants you to wear a mask. Why? Oh, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, variants. Variants? Oh, yes. The dreaded Delta variant, ladies and gentlemen. Dreaded indeed. All right, we've had enough of that. And don't get me wrong, people are concerned about this variant. It's supposed to be more aggressive and, and have a, an easier way of making its, its way in than, than COVID. But first, we have to be clear, it's not Delta. It comes from India. There's a British variant. There's a South African variant. There's this variant. They call it Delta because they want to admit to themselves that calling it the Wuhan virus was racist. But it was never racist. But Trump calls it the Wuhan virus. So therefore, it has to be racist. And we live in the world of woke. So we'll just rename it the Delta variant. Because they have a serious issue, I guess, with the blues. Oh, screw you. That's a good joke. I'm taking that one to the bank. They call it the Delta variant on purpose so they can show how woke they are. And this variant does exist, and we're seeing cases of it in New Jersey. And you're seeing people talk about it. But in Los Angeles, they're recommending masks again, even for vaccinated people indoors. Vaccinated people indoors? That doesn't make any sense at all. The data shows that the vaccines are actually rather good against the variants. Why would I have to wear a mask indoors if I'm vaccinated? Then you take a look at some of the other nations. You take a look at Germany and you take a look at at South Africa and they are all pushing for lockdowns again. Some of them actually going forward. They're so concerned about this variant that they're putting uh, a, a nightly curfew in South Africa on gatherings, alcohol sales, indoor dining, some domestic travel. Australia and Bangladesh, they're setting limits on travelers from virus virus variant zones, including Portugal and Russia. So let's be clear. Anybody who does this regarding a variant should not be allowed into the United States and travel should be shut down from those nations immediately. I mean, if this thing is a real problem, if we've got something to really worry about, then we should be shutting down those variants or, or, or those nations that have this variant immediately. Bangladesh, they're pointing to the dangerous and alarming rise in Delta-related inf- infections. They have halted all public transportation. This is beyond fear. This is beyond irrational. Or this is, well, how governments work. And I think it has people in a bit of confusion 
Because why, oh why, oh why, would you really, truly want to lock things down? What is this about control? So to, to, to go through that, we first have to ask ourselves, what's the point of it all? What is the point of lockdowns? What is the point of creating fear? Why would Los Angeles be making this kind of statement and declaration when clearly there's no science to it? There is no science to masks. Now, a mask will clearly stop something. When I say there's no science to it, there is no science that has come forth that shows masks are effective on COVID-19. Maybe you can make the argument that the N95 in the proper setting is, but we don't live in the proper settings. We live in the real world. The gators, the, 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 the cheapo masks, the, the whatever people are using, none of it is effective. None of it is effective. The particles are simply too small. Never mind in the open air, things just blow away and, 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 and dissipate out. No science on masks shows that they're effective. Yet I can show you school district after school district that still wants kids to wear masks in school. Someone could say to me, well, Tony, see, that's because they want to control the kids. But I'm trying to get a better description, definition of what we mean by the control. Here you have other nations that are talking about business shutdowns again. Let us also be clear. Shutdowns did absolutely nothing in slowing the spread of COVID. Zero. All we did was destroy people's lives and livelihoods. Increase the possibility, or increase isolation, increase loneliness, and increase the possibility of suicidal tendencies. Things that probably were already in a person. We did not make anybody's life better or safer because of lockdowns. Anyone who says otherwise is lying. Lying because they live in fear. And the fear gives them comfort. Now, this part I understand. When the government said lockdowns, the amount of people who were very okay with sitting at home, wearing their government-appointed gray garb, eating their government-allocated mush, and awaiting further instructions, that number was so big it scared me to my core. Conversation that I have with my brother, the good Dr. Katz, uh, more than once. We have it often. If you ever wanted to know what living in the Soviet Union was like, you just got your first taste of it. The government telling you where you can and can't go, what you can and can't do, if you can and cannot make a living. And we accepted it without revolution. I am still shocked to this day. Because I will say, at least for here, we looked at mass mandates and at least asked the question, is this necessary? We looked at shutdowns and said, is this necessary? And we came to the conclusion of no, that you cannot save society by stopping society. It was said differently, you cannot stop society to save society. It's just not the way it works. When I put that out on social media, you know what I was told? This guy is going to get people killed. I was right. And not because I had the science at the time. But because I had the Constitution at the time, and people think that the Constitution is something you utilize when it's convenient. I think the Constitution is utilized at all times, regardless of whether you, you low-information, pseudo-intellectual jackhole, think it's worthy. 
Not you, they. Because not you, you're fine. You and me, we're going places. But I understand fear. And that very often there are people who like the fear. They like the restriction. There are people who are very into the idea of a very regimented, segmented life where they're not allowed to move too far out of it. It's, 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 it's freeing in a way. Less thinking has to be done. It's this, it's this, it's this, it's over. Oh, and I get my big screen TV and oh, look at all the cool things I can watch that streamed right to my house. Oh, this is the life. Then there are those of us who believe in, in actual freedom. And certainly believe in, in the concepts of liberty. Different things, but, but believe in them. And we want all of our options. And we accept the fact that freedom is messy and also frightening. But it's also better than the other alternatives. And we don't accept the idea that somebody else can decide for us. Because we have never given them that power, that dominion over us. So when people were happy to follow these recommendations because they lived in fear and they wanted you to live in fear and they utilized social media and other things to push their fear, I get that. But then there is this idea of control. And I must tell you that I am confused by it. Because I don't yet see the value. Let me, let me give you an example of, of, of what I mean. If, if you say to me that if they can get you to wear a mask and they can get you to do this, imagine what else they can get you to do. I, I, I understand what you're saying in theory. Now share with me how it plays out in practice. I can guess, and I'm not saying I value it. I oppose it vehemently. But what is the goal of having kids wear masks on a school bus there's a conversation about kids maybe not having to wear masks in school but they still want them to wear it on a school bus why would you want your kid to wear a mask on a school bus so they don't have to wear a mask in school well they're wearing masks on planes and public transport so they should wear them on the school bus that's a radically ignorant idea but now take me to the place. You have the kid wearing a mask on a bus. That is, you know, controlling them, telling them what they have to do. Is the idea that if you get, can get them to do it here, you can get them to do it in other places? In other parts of their lives? In other aspects of their lives? Different things for different age groups? If you can tell the kid they have to wear a mask, can you then utilize that as an opportunity to further extricate the child from the parent parental relationship, which is something I've always discussed? I can tell you in theory how deep the rabbit hole goes. And I can show you the places where we have seen this in practice and how ugly it is and how fearful you actually should be of it and how you have to step up and fight it. But this, I must tell you, no lie, I remain at a touch of a loss. Because what I'm seeing is all fear, predicated on fear. What I want to see is what is the result of the control. What is it that they think is the result of the control? Fear will make people do terrible things. And we should not be a society that lives in fear. 
Delta variant comes, it comes. It's a virus. We have vaccines. People will take or won't take uh, uh, the, the, the vaccine. And this doesn't affect children. And we don't know if the vaccine is even worthy towards children. Maybe we should all just accept the fact that we live in this world. Do the very best we can, but live our lives 100%. And the people who think otherwise, let's just leave them behind and give them no power. I'm Tony Counts.